This is your Monday Daily Delivery. I am Michael Rand, Patrick Royce, with me as always on Monday morning. Patrick, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I just had this thought, Mike, as we're getting started here. You know, we uh, worry we worry about uh, spectator sports in this country and uh, and uh, things like that. We uh, on Saturday afternoon uh, we had a sellout at Target Field, a Target Center, and a and a way over capacity sellout at uh, in St. Paul. It's uh, we had thirty seven thousand people going to sports events in two different arenas in the towns man it's uh, and uh and right after that the loons played at seven and they did pretty well too uh, oh they i missed that one did, did we win again yes it was a, uh, one, it was a triple one, header trip yes it was one nothing it was a triple header <laughs> of wins on uh on saturday so at this point we're we've scored one goal in every game and we're, so. unbeaten, and we're unbeaten right i believe that is correct okay. yes yeah, well, that might be why I didn't pay any attention. But uh, okay, we'll uh, get on with life here. But this all started, of course, uh, late Friday night, early Saturday morning. I was up in Virginia watching granddaughter hockey. Okay. And it was about 10 o'clock in the morning before I uh, became aware that uh, Carlos Correa was going to sign with the yeah. Twins. And I was as stunned as everybody else. And of course, the first thing you uh, you hear, you, you, first thing I looked up was to see if Boris was the agent, right? Yes, uh, of course. I found, out, I found out in middle January that he had switched, uh, that Trey had switched to him in the middle of January. And and so then I and I heard three-year contract, and I said, the first thing I said is, okay, when is the first opt-out? <laughs> and the first opt-out is after the first year. Because that's the way uh, Scott does business. He he was he probably promised Korea three hundred mil, and he couldn't get it. Yeah. So he'll just wait. He'll just wait a year, and uh, that's okay because the twins, the twins need a shortstop for at least a year. Now, Royce Lewis at his best will never be on the same planet as this guy, as at least as a hitter. But uh, the timing of it couldn't have been uh, better for the Twins to uh, get the best shorts, get you know one of the two or three best shortstop in the in the game. I think maybe the best when he's healthy uh, for a year, and then and then hope Lewis is ready to play. That's pretty good. So uh, I think it changed the perception of the team about uh, 180 degrees, don't you? Yeah, I mean they haven't spent. I mean the Donaldson contract was was one thing. I mean that was a, a pretty big outlay of money, but. Yeah, signing a player even if it ends up just being for a year in you know the the prime of his career you know same same kind of timeline as Byron Buxton you know they were the one two picks in that draft you know whatever it was like you know seven eight years ago however long ago it was now um but yeah just signing them ha- having him on that timeline having a player of his caliber in you know at shortstop you know we were kind of mocking them a week ago when they traded for a shortstop and then traded him away right again. It's like, what's the plan? Well, I don't know if this was the plan all along, but it, uh, yeah, this, it changes the perception of how they spend money and it changes the perception of kind of what they're up to in 2022. Yeah. They, uh, I, I think, uh, feel like, okay, the white Sox are going to win the, uh, central division in all likelihood. They have a $210 million payroll, by the way. 80 million more than the Cubs and uh, at this point. And, uh, but 
you know, you, you, all of a sudden, you know, obviously their uh, starting pitching is uh, beyond iffy at the moment. But uh, uh, you look at the lineup. I kind of tried to slap one together yesterday. And, uh, you know, I can, I, in my lineup, I can have Sano hit sixth. So that's okay. That's where I want him to hit. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, the, the secret weapon for me this year, along now that they have this guy is uh, Kirilov's going to be a hell of a hitter too. So, uh, uh, that's pretty good looking lineup right now. If they can stay healthy, Buxton's healthy. Uh, you could put, uh, Polanco and Arise, I would put Arise. Some people think Urschel will play, but uh, I, I really like Arise as an offensive player. And you could put those two guys at the top of the order and then start, you know, Buxton, Correa, Kirilov, Sano. Pretty good. Pretty good to uh, get Kepler hitting seventh So uh, in, in my lineup. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to see Rocco say, Okay, uh, this is my lineup six days a week. Yes, <laughs> you know, let's right? not, just, you know, let's, 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 you know, we got Correa here. He's making thirty-six million. Let's have him play one hundred and fifty games. How about that? Let's do it. Come on. That'd so, be great. That's not been the history of Rocco, nor has it been the history of Correa. But uh, we'll, no. we'll we'll see. And it's you're right. The lineup looks a lot better. I'm still wondering who's gonna, how the pitching's gonna shake out. I mean, they signed Joe Smith. Um, make insert your draft pick jokes here. Um, <laughs> yeah, draft pick fiasco of basketball, uh, the basketball era. But uh, if uh, you know, I still don't know who's gonna how that starting rotation is gonna hold up unless they. It feels like they got one more move they got to make, and if they do, and if they can get one of these Oakland pitchers, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, this is this 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 team has enough. If if if, but you know, not every if has to has to pan out for them to be in at least wild card contention. No, and the bullpen could be slapped together. You know, it's you're right now saying, Oh, they need bullpen arms. Well, we don't know. They might, they might not, you know, I saw Lavelle wrote something the other day, you know, all of a sudden they might have Duran in the bullpen throwing a hundred pitching the seventh inning. Uh, if he can get it over the plate. So bullpens, when they look good, sometimes they turn out to be bad. And some, when they look terrible, sometimes they turn out to be good. But you got Duffy and you got Rogers. You got two guys. You got you, you got the eighth and ninth inning uh, three days a week there with those two guys. And then the rest of it is, uh, you know, just arms and you'll find out. Uh, but I, I'm not that worried about the bullpen. But you're right. Uh, right now, your starting rotation is, uh, you know, Sunny Gray. Uh, the two kids, uh, Ryan and uh, Ober, who I both I like both of them, and uh, and then probably you're down to Dylan Bundy and guys like that. So yeah, one more starter, and it could look a lot different. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake for twenty four seven gaming, fun restaurants and bars, and luxurious hotel rooms, and join Club M to bask in the rewards. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. How do we feel about having uh, another member of the cheating Astros on the team? And when we signed Marwin, God, uh, we, God didn't, almighty, we didn't know. know. What are we still worried about that for? They've been back in the playoffs since yeah. they showed they don't need it. They've been back to the uh, you know, world It still series. bothers me a little bit. I, it's, I, it doesn't bother me. It, doesn't right. bother. it never bothered me as much as it bothered a lot of people. And, uh, you know, Correa was one of the guys that apologized. And, uh, you know, they 
they cheated, but they hit pretty good when they didn't cheat. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I, 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 that was about my 23rd thought when I heard that they got Korea. So it yeah. doesn't, you know, it wasn't my, wasn't my first it's thought, but it, good. yeah. I don't the know how they play. I hate a uh, uh, play with who, I mean, uh, the, the, you know, we, it, it might not play well on social media because you got baseball hating idiots who are on there, but it, as far as that target field, it'll be fine. Yeah. I think people, most people have probably forgotten about it at this point, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, that still bugs me. I don't think we whitewash history, but you know, at the same time, it was long enough ago that you're right. They've proven a certain amount since then, but uh, I don't know. I don't want to just uh, give them a free pass on that because they cheated and won. A, they cheated and won, and that that's still. Uh, I don't know. At the time, I was pretty fired yes, up. Yes, but it. they beat the Dodgers, so they did America. <laughs> favor. They beat the Dodgers, so they did America a favor. Well, if, you gotta cheat to beat, if you got to cheat to beat the Dodgers, I'm all in favor. Okay. So. Um. A lot of basketball, Patrick, over the weekend, uh, men's and women's upsets all over the place. Um, Iowa State in the Sweet 16, Gabe Kalsher, former Gopher, had 22. They beat Wisconsin, so they did everybody else a favor around here in, uh, in doing that. But just oh, so, many, so many upsets. Jeez. Yeah, it was terrible. Hey, did uh, I forgot to look. Did the Iowa State men won too, right? That's what I was saying. Yeah, Iowa State. No, they, they, I, I mean, and the women. Uh, did the women won too, right? Uh, that, uh, I, pause I for think, a minute here. I think you know, the last time I looked, they were like 15 ahead. But uh, I was thinking that uh, the, the the Ames people, the smaller segment of the uh, state of Iowa uh, population that follows Iowa State instead of the Hawkeyes is having fun this weekend if yeah. Ashley odds and her teammate uh and uh i i they're i think they won they're still they alive did. yeah they they the iowa state women by one by 23 yes so the iowa state women advance and the iowa state men advance and the iowa hawkeyes champion big 10 champion lose in the first round in the in the tournament and then yesterday my girl caitlin clark throws more rocks than anyone in history and they end up getting beat at home by Creighton with a couple of two, three, three Minnesota kids that played prominent roles in that game. So, uh, yeah, you're right. But uh, a lot of upsets, man, was Wisconsin is bad. Okay. They're bad. How they went 15 and five is unbelievable. Now that Chucky Hepburn, who's a freshman, who's a pretty good player, got hurt in the first half. Right. But they're two for 22 on threes. Two for 22. The other thing is, there's like, did you watch the end of that game? There's like two and a half minutes to go, and they're letting, uh, they're letting them come down, and Iowa State come down and dribble for 30 seconds. And, uh, you know, they were very, uh, the very placid uh, uh, operation. And Tyler Wall, who I really like a lot, did nothing. Uh, and uh, Davison was their best player on the court. Well, he was about the only guy still trying at the end, but uh, it was pathetic. Big 10, uh, nine teams in, two make it to the Sweet 16. A long shot, Michigan, and Purdue, which has been the most talented team all year. Yes. And, and just underachieved. They're still alive, and they could, I think they get, I think they get St. Peter's, right? I think they get uh, Yes, they do. Yeah, I they get St. Peter's. Saint- St. Peter, so what a story that is. Jeez. That is. 
but they should make the uh they should make the regional uh regional final and and they're good but man the big 10 i thought they were overrated all year and they are but mike here's my real comment on college men's basketball it's terrible oh yeah it's terrible people don't make shots it's you know they're mugging each other it's uh the the quality with with all these transfers and all these sixth year guys you thought it'd be great this year the watching the game is god awful every time a ball goes out of bounds in the last two minutes we got to have three jerks go over there and look at a video for seven minutes it takes the last two minutes of a, of a close game takes an hour because they got they're, they're they're reviewing everything. Just this all started off when they were going to review if it really really was controversial. Now it can go off some guy's head and they're going to review the damn thing. Drives me nuts. I can't stand it. You see and, uh, the players immediately and every time something happens, you see yeah. them signaling that little. Review it, yeah, review they it. Can't, they can't demand it. The referees can say no. I know. Let's go. Let's go. It's, uh, you know, it's just ridiculous. And these guys, they love it too. These pompous jerks, they go over there with the whistles. They go over there and, oh, man, now I can I can announce to CBS what my call is. And, oh, God, they drive me nuts. Just, just get the, you know, just say, nah, I, I saw the guy's hand. Let's go. Come on. Uh, you know. you're, you're right. I mean, you're right about both those things. In particular, you know, I get into it with people sometimes about the difference between college basketball and the NBA. They're like, how can you, you know, the NBA, oh. like all they, all they do is wait till the fourth quarter. It's not a, it's not a great game. Like the NBA, like the action in the NBA is 10 times better than college yes. basketball. It just, it yes. just is. It's a, it's a fact. There's so much more talented than the players you see in college basketball. Not that you can't root for college basketball. Not that it's not fun to you know root for your school. Not that there aren't great players in college basketball that make for exciting, tense games, but the quality of play is so much better in the NBA. Yes. yes even even on the nights Giannis decides not to play or right. somebody, which is of course the biggest problem with the NBA. But yes, I must say, I get, I hear people. Oh, I like the college game better. Why? Why? Right. You just saw Wisconsin go two for twenty-two. Uh, you know, in a in a game to get to the Sweet Six. This is the Big Ten co-champs, and you could have locked them in the gym, and they couldn't have gotten sixty points yesterday by themselves. They were clowns the whole game then this is oh just because it close is close doesn't make it good right you know and uh it's it's it i think the quality of the player has gotten the, is the worst it's ever been and i think one reason for that is uh so many teams don't have any depth because you got 350 division one schools and everybody if they don't get to the play they transfer right right so they go someplace and there's they're spread out and then they, I don't, I don't know. It's just, you know, the, uh, the uh, best, best basketball team I saw yesterday was the South Dakota women's team taking down Baylor. That was great. Wasn't it? Oh man. That's uh, something that was just, I was just sad that Kim Mulkey wasn't on the sideline for Baylor. The just because it's women's basketball, she is underrated as a lunatic. <laughs> she is a lunatic. She's now at LSU, and they're still uh, they're still alive. But uh, I mean, that was I, I watched a lot of that game. That was fun. But 
college basketball, I mean, I just click over to it now. I can't stand to sit and watch a whole game. I, the quality of basketball is terrible, I think. You mentioned Giannis a minute ago. We should mention the Wolves. We, you talked about it quickly that they won uh, over the Giannis, uh, the Giannis minus Bucks. No Giannis the other day. Do you see the Wolves have pulled even now with the Nuggets? They are both... 42 and 30 oh, really? in that, in that race for the sixth seed. The Nuggets have lost two in a row, including last night to the Celtics. So with 10 games left, the Wolves have, you know, and they play each other once, I think, here in a little while. Wolves have two big ones with Dallas now back-to-back, but they have pulled even with Denver now. They have at least a chance to get up into that top six. Uh, trouble is they probably have their, what, 10 left? They have their toughest uh, toughest 10-game stretch of the season coming up here, probably, what, seven Seven. Well, we had Milwaukee on that list, so the next six, right? I think so. Dallas, yeah, the the gets uh, Dallas. That they go. I think they got to go to Boston, which has been playing out of its mind for about two months now, six weeks, and yeah, got, uh, the schedule is nasty. It is. They get two with Dallas, one with Phoenix, Boston, Toronto, the Nuggets, Rockets, Wizards. Spurs, Bulls. So it gets easier after this stretch. Yeah. Yeah, Rockets, Wizard, Bulls, and then uh, Rockets, Wizards, Spurs, and then Bulls at the end. The Bulls have uh, hit the wall too down there. So I think they've had a lot of guys hurt or something. But so yeah, they got to, if they could win half of them, if they win, if they could go three and three the next six, uh, that would probably give them a shot there. So if if, if one of the wins was over Denver, uh, Denver that would help. But uh, yeah. I mean, they are putting up some points. Whew. Yeah, they are. That the offense night, is really clicking right now. The other night, they were fighting to get one to, you know, if they hadn't called off the dogs, they could have went 140 against uh, Milwaukee. So, uh, yeah, they're, um, it's fun, man. It's, uh, they're uh, certainly uh, more entertaining than my guy Tibbs' team that uh, won 40, uh, 47, was it? 47. Yeah, they've, they've got a shot to match that. If they go five yeah. and five, they get 47 this year. Yeah. Hasn't, uh, hasn't, this is probably, uh, surprise wise, uh, I'm trying to think of last time we were this pleasantly surprised because I think we thought that the team with Butler was going to be pretty good, right? We, yes. We expected that to be a playoff team. Uh, but, uh, this team, I don't, you know, early in the year, they had that six game losing streak and, uh, the, we were all, we were all doing podcasts and, Cat will be asking for a trade by yes. all-star break and uh, he'll want out of here. And this is going to be a train wreck. And the uh, Angelo isn't that good. And, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it turned out just the opposite. And, uh, and it, it's also nice to have a cool coach. I was going to say, Finn's got to get some coach of the year votes, doesn't he? Yeah. He's just a cool dude, man. He's uh, I told you the story about, they got him to talk to the coaches clinic. Uh, oh yeah, last year, and they, you know, ever, you know, they've had a hard time. Well, Ryan would do it, but uh, Tibbs wasn't real enthused about it. To you know, go talk to all the high school coaches. Right. He goes over there and talks to him for an hour and a half, and says, "Hey, I'm going over to Brits for a beer. If somebody wants to join me." And about fifty guys went over there and drank beer with him at uh, at Brits after he talked to the high school coaches. He's just a basketball. Just like Tibbs, he's a basketball nut, but he handles it a little more calmly. So, <laughs> good way to put it. You know, but he's, yeah. uh, and uh, if he does uh, chew him out, it's going to be uh, privately. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, 
I mean, it's 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 pretty pretty good uh, pretty good situation right now, and uh, people are showing up too. I mean, they had uh, are, have they changed their capacity? Because I, I, I heard seventeen thousand something sellout. I didn't. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know if they're still. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they might have a while ago. They might have kind of eliminated some. some might have got, gotten rid of some of the really the bad seats and moved some stuff in. But uh, yeah, I think Finch so, has got to get some votes for coach of the year. And, you know, the guy who didn't get everything right uh, in every decision, um, Gerson Rosas put together a pretty good roster and picked a pretty good coach before he was yeah. uh, shown the door. But what are we going to do about our, uh, our general pessimism here now? You got the know. wild, the wild might go get flurry the goalie right to yes. try to win the stanley cup and they're still they're still in good shape even though they had the two three week slump the wolves are the best they've been in a long time and the twins just got korea who are we mad yeah. at i don't know the loons keep winning at. i think we're mad here we go we're mad at the this is a perfect transition we're mad at the vikings because they didn't do anything they keep bringing back the same guys they keep going eight and nine nine and eight they got you know brought back cousins they're bringing back hunter they haven't really done much uh, this this new regime has been kind of like the old regime so far and I, I think that's common you know these guys they come in i think that that happened with when garen came in or you, even the previous regime and they when uh, when rosas took over the wolves a while ago it's you don't make all the moves right away you kind of wait and see what you have on your roster before you make these sweeping changes but is it, I, I thought they might. I thought they might do more right away, but I think the Wolves want to win, and so it's kind of a, a precarious position to be in, where you're trying to change but not change too much. Uh, they uh, blew up. Uh, uh, I mean, we all thought they might be blowing up the defense too, and they're uh, you know it looks like you know Smith's back. They're all they're all going to be back. So uh, at least uh, not Anthony Barr. He's a free agent, but. Uh, I mean, Kendrick's Kendrick's going to be back the way it looks. Huh? Seems like it. Yeah. I, I like him. There's a lot of rumors. They're going to get rid. They, uh, they, they, they made the, uh, they made the salary cap number for the league year. Uh, yes. but they still got to sign rookies and the like. So, uh, they got to, they still got some stuff to do, right. They're going to right. salary wise. They're going to have to do something, but it's amazing how they promise guys get, they promise guys, more money in order to improve their salary cap situation, which is uh, weird as hell. Thielen made a cousins like deal, right? Spread out his money, but right. got more of it. Did yeah, he, he got more. more of it? I don't think he had any guaranteed money left in his deal. He just had some oh. cap. So they, they guaranteed some of it, I think. But yeah, I mean, Ben Gessling does such a good job breaking that down, but the salary cap is such a, it's, such oh, a, it's a mirage. It's, it's, you know, you can convert, even with Hunter, at any point, they can convert his roster bonus into a signing bonus and create more cap space if they want to. So I think they got to a point where they could do, you know, didn't have to do that yet with him, but they could still if they need to make more room for other signings or other things happen. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a cap, but it's not like the, you know, NHL. I love the NHL salary cap because it's just like you can't, there's no gimmicks to it. You can, there's no, there's some dead money like with Suter and Parisi if you end up buying them out, but you can't make it more one year than the next. It's the same, it's the same amount of money you're paying the guy over the life of the contract, and it, it, it's the hard number. And if you're not underneath the number, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So uh, 
do you, uh, I think we found out uh, in the NFL uh, what, what can uh, happen when you have a crazy owner, Deshaun Watson, and what Cleveland gave up for him. I, I say that's a Jimmy Haslam deal, don't you? Yeah, I that was. Believe, uh... I can't believe Stefanski and his, uh, and his uh, general manager wanted to mortgage that much to get a guy who probably is going to miss half the season when the NFL suspends him, right? Yeah. No, it's uh, or at least four I, games. I saw that deal and I was like, "Wow, that this the amount they gave no, up for him was it? He, was it three for? Was it three first round picks? Rounds, and Houston was saying that. And everybody was saying nobody's going to give you a three, you know, for a you know, serial whatever he is, uh, Deshaun Watson. Nobody's going to give you three number ones. Hey, he knew the market, I guess. But man, alive, what a uh, I think that's a little more controversial than us bringing in a guy who was one of the cheating Astros in the, for the yes. Twins. Right? Yes, so, yes, I agree with I that. Oh, I, I, you think the first, uh, the first Deshaun press conference is going to be a little confrontive uh, there? Ooh, they're going to start asking questions, and uh, he is not going to want to answer. No, no, he's I not. Was... He's going to use the "I can't talk about it because it's a legal situation" or something, right? Yeah. Or what he, he's testified he's given that depositions in two of the 22 lawsuits so far and all he said is no guy uh, <laughs> he, you know, he, he said he wasn't going to incriminate himself so he wouldn't talk so but they're gonna that lawyer is going to keep calling him in there so i don't know that is a weird deal that you would give up that much for it uh, but B- Baker Mayfield's available. If you're, yeah, uh, Baker Mayfield is available. He'll be available for a while. Seen, I haven't seen the quote that the, somebody from the Browns says, we want to get an adult to play quarterback. And your, adult, <laughs> your adult is getting sued by every misogynist. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, but that's your adult that you want better than Baker Mayfield. Unbelievable. See, uh, Gophers play Massachusetts, UMass, in the uh, – Opening of defending, the defending champ last year when they were there in the frozen four with three Minnesota teams and the dirty dogs won it. I know it. Uh, they, they aren't nearly that good this year. The Gophers are the two seed. They're a three, but they got to play them out there, right? Yeah. yeah Worcester. Worcester. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but yeah, the Gophers are really good. They finally, uh, that ended a what, how long was the winning streak? At least nine or 10 games, right? Before yeah. they got by uh, Michigan. You see Michigan the crowd they had up. too. They had like a sellout for that game. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, the big, remember all of us complaining about the big 10 conference and oh, it's terrible. Yes. WCHA. Yes. They, um, I still do. The one and two seeds, Michigan and Minnesota, the one and the one and two seeds in the tournament, and and oh, we got to bring this up: the finish, the Don Lucia finish in so that. Had, game. Yeah, Chip wrote about that. That was good. Chip wrote about it today, but Chip took Lucia's side. I have a hard time suggesting that there was a bad call made, and forty minutes later, I can decide we're going to restart the game. There's got to be a time. There's been bad calls made for a hundred years with or without replay. You cannot go back and bring people back. You know, there were guys over at Mettler's who paid for their special dances after the hockey game 
and and now they had to get up and leave right in the middle of it and go back to the hockey game. They want their money back. It's bad for the economy. All the bars on that down there that are around the stadium, they arena. They ended up and people were coming back to the game. It was an hour. It was an hour before they dropped the puck. You can't do that. Games over. Games when you review it in the arena with your official reviewing crew and say, it's a goal. The game is over. You cannot go back because somebody up in the stands had a cell phone video showing you that the net was up. Yeah. But they were, they were trying to get, give Bemidji a chance to get in the tournament. You know, yeah, they well, were. Then, but, hey, but, but hey, here's the deal, Mike. If, yeah. Mankato, if Bemidji scored that goal, they yeah. wouldn't have replayed it. They wouldn't have replayed it. Because Mankato would have been in anyway. Yeah, they wouldn't replay. That can't be your reason. That can't be your reason. It's hogwash. It's I, you know, Lucia. I, I, see, I see both sides of it, but yeah, it, it, how, if you over. but if you if you know you got the call wrong and the teams are still there, like I don't think you could go back the next day and replay it. But if it's like if everybody's still, if all the players are still in the arena and you're like. We know this nope. was not a good goal. Um, how can you let a team's season end if you know something was wrong? I mean, this is part of sports. Sports is on a crusade to like fix everything and like have it be fair. But because seasons have been ending for fifty years on bad calls, that's why. And it's uh, you know, I said on Twitter that uh, the NCAA has gone back and said that Real Neil Robinson wasn't fouled against Seton Hall in nineteen eighty nine. And we're going to send the teams back out to Seattle <laughs> and the ones who aren't dead are going to play, and, but we'll have to get a new arena because the kingdom got blown up. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, I mean, play it outside. I, I think it's stupid. I think it's, I think it is a can of worms that may never be closed because, okay. Hey, look at, look at, there's a, you know, there's a, that ball didn't go off his hands. It went off somebody else's hands. Get everybody back in here. Bring them back. It's it's stupid. I think I think once you've once it's been replayed, you've handed people a trophy, and everybody's in the locker room celebrating. It's over. Yeah. Well, it, it was in it, it was in it was a it was a good it's a good talker. It's a good subject. I thought Chip did a good job explaining it and i i don't know like i i think i think he made he made the point that if this was a regular season game they probably wouldn't have done what they did they just would have been like eh it happens but if the team's season ends like it's the championship game and there's an automatic bid on the line it's like okay <sighs> okay now, you agree with me that if it had been man if, if it had been bemidji scoring that they wouldn't have re- done I this if, i don't know if they would they have i don't they this, wouldn't have they been looked on this they wouldn't have been looking at it so closely Huh? They wouldn't have been looking at it so closely. You can't say, well, we'd kind of like to have Bemidji get a shot to go to the tournament, so let's change it. But if it had been Mankato, we wouldn't have changed it. No bleeping way he would have reviewed, he would have done that if if Bemidji had scored that goal. That's what makes it complete horse poop uh, that, uh, that, that you did this just because you wanted to give that team a chance to go to the tournament. Sorry, uh, it's over. You know, they're 
They reviewed it. The people in charge of reviewing it called it a, you know, you can't have some kid coming out of the stands with a cell phone video saying, look it, it wasn't a goal. We're going to change it. <laughs> Idiotic. Put a big sign on Bemidji State's locker that says, life's not fair, sorry. Yes, that's what you do. <laughs> it gives you something to complain about all, all summer, right? That's, right. you know, that. You know, you, and then Mankato well, won anyway. Mankato won anyway, by the way, scored a quick goal and it's over anyway. Not that good. You don't belong in the tournament. Go home, get in the bus and go back to Bemidji. Uh, <laughs> uh, my theory anyway. But, On that note, I think we got to get out of here, Patrick, but uh, we, we, you can all go home. Never agreed with anything Donson Lucia did anyway, because <laughs> we used to have a, the Doug Woog show. Oh, yeah. On radio. It's the greatest show ever. Yes. And we got this lump as uh, as our John Lucia showed. It was awful. He wouldn't say anything. So I've been I've been resentful ever since. He ruined the hockey show we used to have because he was a lump compared to Woog, who was great. Well, so. Woog is the best. Woog's just a open <laughs> yeah. book, just completely yes. just stream of consciousness. Yeah. I tell you, the greatest Wooger ever. I don't know, maybe, but uh, I'll tell it again. At the Metrodome, I think in the Viking playoff game, I was at the Metrodome, and. Uh, and uh, and Wooger says, hey, hey, Wooger, and we're stopping the hallway, and the hallway's all crowded. And he said, you know Phil, don't you? He's the guy who gave me the money to put in the hat. <laughs> oh, my God. Who else would have done that? Uh, <laughs> the greatest. When you go from him to the Don, the paranoid Don, it was no fun, I got to no, tell you. Anyway. No. All right, sir. Good stuff. As always, we'll do this again next week. I'm sure there'll be continue to be no shortage of stuff to talk about. Thanks everybody for joining us here today on daily delivery. Patrick, have a great rest of the week. All right. All right, sir. Thank you.